welcome back to the bookish besties where we talk about books and occasionally their film adaptations we are your co-hosts seher and taya in today's episode we will be discussing the handmaid's tale by margaret atwood also we are not talking about the testaments which is the sequel to this book neither of us have read that and this podcast is not a spoiler free podcast this is the eighth episode of the first season which is dystopian basically the handmaid's tale follows a woman and kind of her story and it goes back through flashbacks to how this kind of story started basically the number of children being born is significantly less like healthy children being born so then they end up kind of creating this program where they create these handmaids and they gather these women who can still healthily have children and sell them to these higher class couples who are part of like the government or part of this society very like high high profile so then they can have children for them and so the main character's name is Offred and they get their names based on who they are living with so Fred is the commander and so it's of Fred so that's kind of a theme throughout that so also we are covering the television series and we do know that in the television series her name is June and that is also kind of implied in the book in the beginning about when they're whispering their name and you meet everyone's name that is mentioned except for June so we kind of can imply that her name is June yeah so then it just kind of follows her story and then also her husband yeah so basically before the government of this dystopian world was overthrown basically a religious group basically kind of took over the government and it also shows June's life before she was a handmaid where she had a child and was married to her husband Luke. Yeah and so she was their marriage wasn't valid because of the fact that Luke had been divorced previously because they kind of started dating before that or yeah so basically because Luke had been previously married and divorced their marriage wasn't valid and then with the same time if you're gay that's not valid a lot of things they kind of turned to religion. It was a lot of things because it's like a religious government so basically a lot of things are illegal many things are illegal and you can get like killed for them executed so yikes yeah so because of the reproduction rates are super low this like government kind of turned to quote-unquote traditional Mm -hmm. values so they're it was kind of weird but they're very kind of christian based like quoting bibles all that stuff like and you kind of have to believe in that or at least go along with it so that's they're trying to tell the difference between like if you do believe and if you don't believe i liked this book i enjoyed it i think it was kind of weird because i i did enjoy this book it was very interesting like with the whole dynamic and it was a very unique idea i think a lot of things have been based off that like the television series and and it was a very unique story and the book I felt like I could have removed myself from but the TV series really made it more real at least for me. One thing I did like, I did really like the ending and I know like with the testaments I don't really know too much about that but I felt like it wasn't necessary because the way that it ended where you don't know what happened to Offred, you don't know if she was safe, if she was captured, all of those like unknowns because I feel like the book isn't just about her, it's about like her story and her journey through this 
society and her kind of becoming a handmaid and all these things that go along with that. It's not about her being safe and her having a good ending, a good life, because that's not the point of the book. The book isn't the point of like a feel-good, oh, she's going out, yay, she's fine at the end. No, it's a dark book and it's really about trying to live through this. That's like a really horrible time. Yeah, I also liked the book. At times, I got lost. Sometimes it was like difficult to understand and because of how it was written, like one thing with how Atwood wrote the book, like the dialogue, there's like no quotation marks or anything with all the dialogue in the book. So like sometimes I just get confused with that. It was an interesting topic and the book just like scares me. Like everything that Offred goes through is so scary and what everyone else is going through because of the society, it's so messed up. And then especially because the show really visualizes everything, I didn't really think it was when I visualized everything in the book myself, it wasn't as bad, I guess you could say. I also really enjoyed the show. I thought it was nice how they added like a backstory for all the characters. Yeah, they added a lot of depth to Nick's character. And also to Serena's character. Yeah, so it added a lot more depth to their character as like in the book, we don't really see any backstory for anyone besides Offred. And I think they added even more backstory to Offred's character than what was given in the book. So I thought that was nice. Like I was saying earlier, the show just like really freaks me out. It's just scary. Yeah, personally, I thought the show was good. For example, the casting for Offred and Aunt Lydia was perfect. I thought Aunt Lydia, oh my god, it was exactly how I pictured her in the books. One thing though was the commander, he was too young, at least in my opinion. This is kind of nitpicky, but he's supposed to be infertile. He's supposed to be this like old kind of, you know, soft old man. Yeah, I thought Serena and the commander were supposed to be older. I think, I thought Serena was okay. Like a Especially with, I think the acting kind of made up with it. But the thing is, he's supposed to be like in his 40s, not this like middle-aged guy who gives like weird pedo pastor vibes. And just like the amount of tension also, especially in the scene where they choose playing Scrabble with him in his office the first scene was there was so much tension in that and I was like that was not in the book that didn't really happen she was just excited to play I mean maybe that was just my interpretation of it one thing too is when I was watching it like after the first episode I was like this has covered a third of the book this is gonna go another place and since you know season four is coming out I knew there's three seasons at that time I was like this is gonna go in a completely different direction and it did it did go in a different direction which good for them I guess but I don't think I don't know what's wrong with like tv series nowadays they have to make them so long and just season after season I know it's kind of what we expected like from seeing a, like three seasons off of one book or maybe they included stuff from the testament but yeah I don't know another thing is that Nick is not a thing in the, <laughs> in the book he is barely a thing he, I swear he has like three chapters where he's actually relevant for in the TV series, it's just this whole plot. It's this whole plot about like her falling in love with him, kind of, but not really, and him actually caring about her. All this jazz. And I'm just like, okay, first of all, in the book, he was just this guy who kind of like helped her escape. I didn't really think of him as too much of like a relevant character. They made a whole storyline for him, and for what? For him? <laughs> 
Yeah, for him. No, I guess that's in, um, okay, for character, Offred, mm -hmm. the, okay, the reason why I'm referring to her as Offred is because that's what she goes through throughout the book, and I understand it's not a, probably not the best term for her, considering that is, that was the name of her owner, and it's because he possesses her and he owns her, but that's what she goes by in the books. She does not mention her old name really at all, if June is her name, so that's just what we know her by, and I think that's another reason that Margaret Atwood chose to do that and kind of helps the ending is because we don't know we know her backstory but we don't know her name and your name is so significant to who you are that the backstory doesn't match that yeah so there's like that kind of detachment i would say uh one thing about offred is that she's not mentally okay in the books i feel like in the movie they made her more sane but in the book the way that she like carries herself and some of the thoughts she has there is something wrong with her at least like trauma or something because the way that she thinks about things is not what a normal person should do and just she's so detached from her mind is kind of the one thing that she keeps with her and to see it like so I'm not gonna say ruined but to see it so damaged from this because they've taken everything from her they take her body like that is their property but the one thing she has is her mind and that's kind of what she holds on to and so the fact that the way that she's trying to protect it is seems like it's harming it is just really kind of tragic the thing is the first like couple episodes were so accurate to the book that when I was thinking about it, it was just when it started to go off the rails and like to to its own direction, I was kind of frustrated because I was like, why did you start it off the exact same way? And one thing that was kind of nice is you'd notice little details that were put in that you remember her thinking or things that she, that happened or little details that they kind of left out but they put in as little like Easter eggs for the people who've read it. So that was kind of fun, at least for the first part, but then after a while when it like went to its own storyline it was i don't know i mean they want money whatever good for them <laughs> yeah there's never accurate adaptions of anything like ever so can i just talk about this whole the contradictions that this government has and when i mean government they were like throwing they kind of over overthrown it almost and it's kind of created a new one or i'm not really sure how the government kind of the way that the government that i'm referring to is not the united states like it's in the united states but it's kind of shifted and molded into a completely different like very religious thing they contradict themselves so much for example they say that babies are rare but then they don't use any modern sciences or care like they don't do ivf or anything for people who like that would seem like a smart option right using your science to the best of your abilities instead of like praying if they really wanted to have more babies in this world then they wouldn't get rid of all their options and another thing is that they kill women who have good ovaries if you, they can still like produce children they still will torture them and like put them in these like i don't know they seem to go through their resources so quickly i feel really bad about like talking about these women like they're cattle but if because the government does that but i'm not i'm not speaking about like these women specifically but the way that they're so almost like careless with it like they're literally torturing these women just because they think that they can have like children Wh who says that that's okay yeah like the thing is like they're the only thing that is like gonna keep humanity like going because if it's not for the handmaids then there's like no children and then there's no next generation and then they all eventually just die out right so it just like makes me so upset how they like treat them how they torture them 
for like talking too much or something or for knowing too much. If you have a, not a lot of knowledge, like if you went to school and you're super smart, they won't let you do that. And they just, all these reasons just are so weird to me. Yeah, as going back to the whole science thing, they have these old like men, these old commanders who are probably infertile, but that's not a word that's like allowed to be used because there are no infertile men. So I'm like, you are literally wasting your resources. You are putting all this effort onto the women, blaming them, oppressing them, creating this really hostile society, and then just spinning it all onto them because, oh, men can never do wrong. And it seems like even if they had their intentions onto repopulating, it seems like that's kind of shifted into just being like oppressive. Yeah, it seems like the commanders are the ones that are like, the only reason it's like the commanders, it's because they're at the top of the society, right? Mm -hmm. Even though they're like old men, like some of them are gonna be infertile. And then they have the audacity to blame the handmaids that are like actually like that are actually trying to do something for this like government. They're trying to help. I mean, not in their brain, but yeah. It's just like the commanders, like it doesn't matter if they're fertile or infertile because they still have all the power and no one's gonna like get mad or do anything about it. It just like all the blame goes onto the handmaids and they can't do anything about it. Yeah. Yeah, so it just like made me really mad whenever they blame Alfred. Yeah, and also they like ignore so many warning signs like with the whole, oh, the glasses shatterproof so you can't go out there and like try and like kill yourself because so many handmaids have done that like the woman before her and i'm just thinking you have to understand that these women's lives are so horrible that they're like turning to these extremes these people especially if you think about the commander goes back to doing the exact same thing as the last handmaid like i understand some households may be better than others but some are just really awful and they're not your property but then they're set up like they are and it's just what is going on with that like this is society, I feel like they may have started off, oh, we're gonna try and, you know, get the population up, and then instead they got really, like, power hungry and started to realize that, oh, we need to create a society that can oppress women because we have nothing better to do with our lives. <laughs> yeah, because, like, I'm pretty sure besides being a wife, like, a handmaiden is the next highest societal, like, clump that you can be in. So, it's just, like, they treat the handmaidens so bad already. Imagine, like, women who are in for and like not wife. That's one thing I liked about the the TV show is that they showed what the camps were like for the infertile women or the women that um, acted out in I think season two. I haven't gotten all the way through it so I don't know too much about that. Yeah I've only watched season one so I don't know. Okay it is really shocking to see just how horrible it is and it kind of it makes you think that could really happen and another thing is they kind of focus. I feel like the show focuses more on the environment as well because if you think about it, they had the, a bunch of lines about carbon emissions being down and then colonies for these quote-unquote unwomen are. They, they show how horrible that it can really be and they focus more on the environment like in these colonies they're digging up these really horrible chemicals and trying to like clean up the earth so I feel like they focus more on this because in The Handmaid's Tale that wasn't really a thing because the book came out in like 1985 so climate change wasn't that big of a thing. One thing that was kind of confusing to me at least was 
how the handmaids how they're high up in society and yet they're so oppressed because i feel like they kind of give the impression that these handmaids are you know they're i don't think they're really high up as you said i i think that they're rare and that they're important to society but they're not given the freedom to like bodily autonomy or i cannot speak today they're not given body autonomy so just i feel like that's that's another thing is that they're kind of lied to in the sense of oh you're important you're really important to the society you're you're given good food and you can't have sugar and all these things we're gonna control your life and then it turns into this like power dynamic yeah they're all talking no walk oh my god also this is one thing i've noticed with books in general is that when the main character or anyone in there does not have access to books it really makes me sad because you're reading a book because you enjoy reading or maybe you're reading it for a class or whatever but i enjoy reading so whenever i'm reading something and the person does not have access to books or they can't like knowledge is this they put knowledge in this weird box that only elite people can access it's so weird but the fact that offered could not read really made me angry because I was reading and I was getting that privilege and she could not and you're like come on somebody give her a book please yeah also another thing is with the knowledge how they don't allow books it felt like very much like as we covered Fahrenheit 451 where just there is none of these things left they've taken away all the knowledge especially like from the handmaids especially they can't they don't have access to anything and you're wondering how does that affect fertility that's just them keeping power they're creating the society where only the elite and the top of the top can get like an education or access to knowledge very similar to the Fahrenheit 451 where they were just burning all these books because in the society that that wasn't allowed and they weren't allowed to have certain things so it's just it added to that power dynamic i think yeah this was like something i was gonna bring up earlier but it's weird to think about how the handmaids how basically society is gonna die and the handmaids are having children with these commanders and i'm just like kind of thinking about the girls children that they would have from this like would they also be handmade things like that's really scary yeah they're literally being groomed and it's like it's even worse because so the handmaids at least they grew up in like a normal society and then now they're transferring to this really oppressive society for them but these girls they're gonna grow up in the society so it's the only thing they'll ever know and that's really scary to think about yeah i was thinking about that yeah especially offred talks about her past and remembering what it's like to be in this free society and it's also shown in the flashbacks in the tv series and you're wondering about these girls who aren't gonna remember what it's like to be before also one thing i was wondering is i mean i guess it was the answer is kind of questioned but what about all the men that didn't agree with this and we all kind of knew that they would they would get like killed for it yeah they probably get killed or sent to the colonies yeah and one thing that scares me so much is the amount of men that just went along with this and the amount of women too the commander's wives i mean i'm sure they didn't have much of a say but they still had like ugh, that's just it especially also in the tv series the wife serena joy and the commander she wrote a book on feminism but then she also kind of created this government she helped create this this very oppressive system and you're wondering because she shows faith and you're wondering why how does how does that work out 
how does someone go from being so adamant about their feminism and getting your own say to things go from that to like this religious like super strict society about like everyone should follow me and we're right okay we need to put these things together and it's just it's a mystery to me because i cannot understand that yeah neither can i what happened to uh what's her name moira moira yeah moira wasn't she like moira wasn't she a prostitute at that club in the book that the commanders and elites go to yeah so this was very similar to the tv series but her friend moira she tried to escape and she ended up becoming this prostitute in this illegal place which you're wondering in this super like this was probably not allowed all of the men that are up in this government they have all this power created this place that makes me so mad that because these are all the elites that made this place like they're the only ones that know about it and and these people are the same ones that made this oppressive society where there's handmaids and then they're like we need to have some fun too or something acting like they're the ones that need a break and it just like makes me so mad it's so contradictive the audacity of these men it was kind of like a frustrating book to read not just because like being offered go through this and have to experience this but was like all of the contradictions it reminds me of one particular book where a character a very specific character says things that are so vague and yet contradicts himself constantly and then we're just supposed to go along with it it's like when people try and talk in like really extravagant length like um using big words and stuff but then what they're not actually saying anything it's just nonsense so you're wondering about these men who just they have to know that they're they're directly contradicting themselves they have to know that right and yeah and also especially because some of these prostitutes are fertile women like moira so like if they're trying to make a society where they can continue society why are these people like in their eyes not handmaids especially like if you act out too you immediately lose that title which handmaids the title it has nothing to do with your i don't know it's so ah. yeah and then like the military is like so much freaking military like everywhere yeah like these are all like they're all men that were like in this old society and just agreed and went along with this new society i'm like these men these the majority of the military is a certain age like right but anywhere younger than that there are not enough babies being born to keep up with that so you know like in i don't know how many years but like let's say 50 years the government is gonna be really corrupt because the majority of them are going to be really old or young people who don't know what life is like before and don't really know what they're doing. Just the gap between all of these old people running society and then when there's like no babies being born to a few babies being born, just the difference in population is going to really affect this society later down the road. So I feel like it's definitely going to fail. It just may take a long time. Yeah, especially once all these old men die, there's going to be like... (laughs) barely any population left yeah so that's not gonna be good like at that point i feel like this government and like the society that they have set up is probably gonna fall or something because with such little population they probably can't keep that up yeah i was also thinking about how extreme these punishments are to try and like control these women because their entire society revolves around complacency and how much these handmaids listen and so a lot of their really extreme punishments 
punishments, which are honestly in the TV show, it's a lot. There are some really extreme ones, but in the book too, they also like remove eyes. There's a lot about like not being able to see. If you think about the wings too, that's not a punishment, but that's just in general. They have to wear these wings so then they can't see from in their peripheral, 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 peripheral. Oh, okay. So they cannot see in their peripheral, 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 peripheral. If they cannot see in their peripheral, can you get this? Oh my god. Peripheral. Um, nope. So never mind. No. Yes, sir. <laughs> These wings kind of hinder their peripheral vision. Yay. I did it. And without that, so they can't see things on their side, like next to them. And so like a lot of the, yeah, just the amount of punishments, like they lose fingers and they're, they're kind of going by the whole fear-based power tactic, which I'm always thinking that eventually is going to fade probably. That, that eventually is not going to last like forever. Yeah. This is side. But it's, it's just, just unfortunate. Everything's set up so badly. It makes you wonder how did it get to this point? How did people allow this to happen? Well, no, it was like the government got overthrown. I'm pretty sure. Yeah. And then there's like this new government installed. Yeah, they they were showing. So like no one knew what was happening. Yeah, because I remember and I think it was season one. Watched all of season one, and then I just started season two, and then I just kind of stopped watching it. But where the Capitol, the White House got overtaken, and the Capitol, and then I was just thinking to like January sixth about how the capital was like oh, how <laughs> people broke into the capital and then I was thinking you know I feel like when this came out this probably would have been a really shocking thing I mean it was shocking then too but now especially since we're so young I wasn't like I know a lot of people who were like scared but I was just like I have I have schoolwork don't mind me I was like the capital's being broken into and I have to finish my history assignment on like Nigeria love my life I just remember it was like on a school day too. But yeah, I feel like that would have been more shocking. And now, maybe it was shocking and maybe we just didn't understand because I don't know. Was it shocking to you? The book or actual life? <laughs> the 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 capital being broken uh, into the, like the when it was raided or whatever yes i was very confused on how that was able to happen yeah i was confused about how that happened but i wasn't like i, was I don't more know so just disappointed um people are crazy yeah i don't know just like the society that they built in the handmaid's tale is like it's meant to fail it's not gonna last especially thinking about all the people they've probably killed and tortured and how much society like there's only power in these few like old men they're eventually gonna die yeah then it's like society's gonna have to like restructure itself eventually because all these people that were in power are gonna die and there's gonna be such a huge gap in the populace no, no, I agree with you on that. Have they, like, not had a single history class on how governments have failed, specific government styles and structures have failed, and how they do not hold? Because it seems like these people are just it, completely ignoring. I mean, they took education away from, like... No, but the people who made this had education. They should have thought this through, that these 
types of societies will not hold. Things need to change, and the fact that they- ah. I feel like any anyway. society would fail in this case because of the age gap and because of who's in power, but also like the society that they put in like place specifically, like that makes it like a lot worse. Yeah. Do you want to do looking into themes? Yeah. Okay, so for themes, I have a couple. Mm -hmm. um, one of them is obviously power. Power. Because that's, yeah, just like the structure of that is a thing. Another thing is like, as I said before, complicity. They really need these handmaids and everyone in the society to be complicit and to follow their directions because if they don't, oh well, I guess just, just having control of your body and like reproduction and all that because that's a whole theme of this. Yeah, also another theme is freedom because literally none of the handmaids have freedom. Nope. And you see these elite people have, yeah, they, I say they have freedom. And basically, yeah, they literally create a, like a hotel full of prostitutes because they want to. They, they suck, bro. Ew. And like, I remember, I, I don't remember this happening in the book, but the commander in the show, his response was like, some men just like the old things. This is not your place to, this is not, you took that away, sir. Okay. Yeah. And like, also because because you always see Offred like thinking about her past life where she like considered herself being free until she became a handmaid. So that's just another theme and all the characters. I mean, not all the characters, but like all the handmaids. It's either going to the colonies or being a handmaid. Yeah. So they don't really have anything to hold on to and they don't have any freedom. So that was a good theme. Themes. That was some good themes. Five, four, three two, one, what, what would, would you, you do? do? Absolutely nothing. We can't do anything yeah, in be, this situation. Yeah. End of discussion. End of discussion. I don't know. Because it feels like, it kind of feels insensitive to be like making a what would you do in this situation. Yeah. Because these handmaids are all oppressed. Yeah, no. If you, well, if you were handmade, you may not be a handmaid. You may be in like the colonies. Yeah, I may just be in the colonies or dead. Or like a commander, like a, the commander's wife. It's like, I'm not sure if this was in the book or movie, but like, like religious freedom is not a thing. That does not exist anymore. Yeah, so for that reason, I'd be dead. They wouldn't kill you, would they? Depends. It depends on how good your ovaries are. I mean, I would. I guess. Oh, gosh. I know. I'm a child. <laughs> let me be so in conclusion what would you do does not apply here because yes we wouldn't do anything because we wouldn't be able to do anything to do anything yeah okay what if you were a dude though like what if you were one of these old men creating society <laughs> <laughs> yeah sure taya all right i mean i guess we could do oh no creating the society i'm moving to canada literally okay what is with <laughs> what is with the whole like we mentioned this like in the program what's with canada being like the safe haven for everything literally america always just chooses to do the most whack oppressive thing ever in all these dystopian books and then all of the, everyone's running away to Canada or something for freedom. Just don't live in the U.S. If, like, anything <laughs> dystopian ever happens, the U.S. is the last place you'd want to be because... It's off limits. Don't yeah. go there. I mean, go to okay. Canada. I mean, at least in the... I feel like that's the... What we've learned. In the show, we got to see a lady from the president of Mexico, I think, or someone like that. And basically, yes. like, her society isn't anything like the one in the... There's, like, no, like, handmaids or anything. But 
but they've also had no children for five years is what she said yeah so that's another thing is that if i don't know it seems terrifying all natural so like you're gonna be in a lot of pain of like giving birth ew children are nasty no offense to children dang i don't know what the the, the testament textbook? is that what I'm the textbook is called no 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 the the next book in the handmaids well, whatever book it is, I'm not sure whose point of view it's from. But, like, it would be interesting if there was, like, a book from the point of view of a kid that, like, grew up in the society and was a child from a handmaid and a commander. I just don't get commanders, honestly. Neither do I. It's not telling me... It starts with a T, I know that. No, 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 I'm looking for the summary. It's set 15 years after the events of The Handmaid's Tale. Oh. It's narrated by Aunt Lydia. Okay. She's still alive? Uh Uh-huh. It has different perspectives, so it comes from Aunt Lydia, Agnes, a young woman living in Gilead, and Daisy, a young woman living in Canada. Where is Gilead? Gilead is the capital of the new U.S. or whatever. Oh, (laughs) I thought it was going to be another geography issue because in every episode we seem to have some conversation about geography. Gilead is just capital. Kind of tragic. That's where all the handmaids are and the commanders. Oh, Agnes is her daughter. Oh. So it is one of the children. Okay, well. That's what it says somewhere on the internet. So we trust it. Yeah, I mean, yeah, that just feel like interesting to see from a child's perspective that grew up in the society. It'd be terrifying. Yeah, it'd be pretty bad. And also because like it said it was like also from the point of view of someone in Canada, right? Oh no. Canada. Maybe at this point, maybe Canada is doing the same thing with the handmaids or something. Canada would never. Uh, also like the border like we know it would just be super it was super packed like and there's a couple scenes where it really helped visualize it like when all of these laws came in place but i guess that what would you do would you run to canada or mexico um i'm closer to canada so canada we live really close to canada actually (laughs) yeah why would we go to mexico but no because the border we wouldn't be able to sneak across we'd have to be how are we gonna be able to we won't be able to get to mexico in time we're definitely gonna be caught by that time (laughs) we wouldn't get to mexico no we'd have to be like pulling a like experienced um hiker and just go through the woods just keep going north i don't know how that would happen because you wouldn't want to cross in a car yeah maybe we could i don't know would you want to cross in a car i mean we could hike or boat but boat no boat um i, I mean heard that what are you supposed to like, do if you get caught in a crazy boat? there like you don't really have anywhere to go yeah drown <laughs> just yeah drown. i probably drive like, in something the thing is i don't have any money so i can't bribe anyone in what like a banana or like or to like some I'll soldier or something you know no no so no Why? okay no soldier's gonna chauffeur Why? you across the border like okay <laughs> You'd have to charm oh, no. him, like what, I just what are you said. Planning? I probably don't have enough money for this, so sounds scandalous. I'm not gonna make it to Canada either way. No, we could both drive. We just have to dress up like dudes, right? The thing is, I'm not tall do enough for that. People actually do that. Do you think people did that in The Handmaid's Tale when they were trying to like escape? Okay, we could pretend to be like children. No, <laughs> we are children. <laughs> we're like short. Okay. Yeah. So basically, we're Sadness. dead. We're. We could wear stilts. We're gonna be driving today. You wanna wear stilts and drive? You'd, you'd reach the buttons faster. Okay. Um. <laughs> <laughs> All I right. Mean, well, you could, or you could take them off. You don't have to be wearing them constantly. It's just when they're in the car. So I'm just know, gonna. Guess... As soon as someone pulls us over, I just like quickly put on my stilts. Is that what you want me to do? <laughs> 
Yes, that is what I want you to do. Okay. Okay, that was an interesting what would you do. Um, <laughs> it was better than the alternative. No, what would you do? I don't know. Wait, we could fly. No. That's what we would do. I don't know how we'd fly, but... I don't know, maybe... Dang. We just need someone who knows Yeah, planes, we're basically we just, just dead. We can't do anything. Okay, we could walk. Taya. Taya. <laughs> we could bike there. That'd be faster. You know how get, like, tired you'll bike? get? If we get, like, the tandem bikes or the ones with two people, then one of us could bike, and then we could rest, and then the other one could bike, and then the other one could rest. What if we have to go uphill? <laughs> <laughs> then we both bike. <laughs> Okay, let's finish this. So, in conclusion, Seher and I will be biking across the border on a tandem bike. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, pretty much. All right, well, that's it for today's episode about The Handmaid's Tale. We are your co-hosts, Seher and Taya. Make sure to check out our social medias to stay connected on Instagram at thebookishbesties underscore. So on TikTok at bookishbesties. Make sure to tune in for our next episode on Shatter Me coming out next Wednesday. We hope you enjoyed this episode and make sure to leave a review. Have a nice rest of your day. Bye bye.